Good morning, good people of Dallas Cowboys Nation. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steele. Yes, indeed. Oh, baby, we have a fired up show today. Fired up show today. I can't wait to dive into the film with y'all. That's right, man. After further review, are things what they are? Do they seem to be what they are? We'll take a look. Maybe they are. We'll dive into the lab together. Cowboys offense against the Washington defense. And and I think we get some clarity on some issues that happened on Sunday. We'll also get into the roundup. And in the roundup, we'll talk about some injury issues. Some guys coming back. Some guys going to be out. And I believe COVID hit the NFL pretty hard. Pretty hard yesterday, man. Lots of players got COVID, including another Dallas Cowboy player. We'll briefly touch on that and how they replace said player. And, of course, Paul to the Nation phone lines, 351-999-3787. You guys can call in as we go through this film and talk about whatever you want to talk about. But specifically, if you want to touch on this offense, we continue to talk, we can continue to talk about it because we will. There are some things yesterday that I saw from the bird's eye view that had me say, okay, all right, I, I, I see what's going on here. It, it kind of confirmed some things, uh, and it all came to a head on, not yesterday, but on Sunday. It all came to a head on Sunday. But first, before I get into all that, a couple shout-outs here in the chat. In the chat, who we got here? Got to go down here for that first. TC915215, Khalil, Mark Smith, McKenzie, two times. Mike Harris, Michael Autry, Sean Moyer, Eric Brown, Sully, what's up, man? Uh, Stevie Mac, the mod guy, what's up, bro? Me and Stevie Mac were talking a lot yesterday about a lot of this, this stuff. Uh, Alpha Mason, Miss Angelica, how are you? Brandon C. Pops in the building early. Who? Mac Jones, I like that one. Miss Charlene, and a couple people on Facebook. Gary, how's it going, uh, Gary? Who else we got there? Jesse Graham, what's up, Jesse? And I saw somebody else in there. Gregory Davis, what's up, Gregory? Pete Rizzo and Pete Marihone. I can't really. I bet if I botched that, Pete. There's Pete and Pete. And then Tim Garcia. What's going on, Tim? Again, if you guys can't catch the show live, I see Roy just jumped in here. You can run this thing back. I upload the audio versions of this podcast every single day on all of our podcasting platforms. Just search via uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever cast. Um, Spotify, all that. Just search A to Z Sports Live. You'll see my face pop up, um, and you can just, boom, click right on that and listen to it on the run back. Or you can jump on YouTube or Facebook and run this thing back, ladies and gentlemen. David Jenkins in the building. Calvin Jefferson, Aaron Lewis, and the many more coming through. So before we get into the roundup, did you guys watch the Monday Night Football game yesterday? And my boy Rory in the building. What's up? Uh, I watched the Monday Night Football game yesterday because that was a big game in regards to standings, right? A big game into co- with competition. Very possible the Cowboys could play the Rams in the playoffs. Um, very possible they could play Arizona. They will play Arizona in the regular season. And, you know, I'm watching the game. We're in the chat, you know, in the group chat talking a little bit about it. Well, at least the fellas were, Foots and them. And, you know, we're all kind of like, I mean, we can get out of Arizona. All right, the Cowboys can get at can get out of Arizona. Kyler Murray is is a little jittery bug guy that gets on my dang on nerves with his legs, but and he can throw the rock. Don't get me wrong, but 
it's just something erratic about his play. You know, he, he can be fantastic, but it's like he's always having to do this crazy stuff. And he made some unbelievable throws yesterday. But at the end of the day, he had a bad game. He had a bad game. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions, threw for a whole lot of yards, but just couldn't really cash in when it counted, you know, at the end of the game or in the red zone, similar to what happened with the Cowboys, right, on Sunday. Um, made a lot of plays with his legs, you know, but that offense was erratic. He was erratic, and they lost the game. And because of that, the Dallas Cowboys are one game out of the top seed. One game. It, you know, over the last two months, the Dallas Cowboys are 3-3 three and three the last six games. Some some of those losses they could have won. Some of them, it was just out of their control. It was a wrap. You know, they, they just got flat out beat those games. If Dallas gets in a three-way tie with Tampa and with Green Bay, they'll have the number one seed. There's four games left, y'all. If Tampa or Green Bay lose two games and Dallas wins out, they get the number one seed. You see, it's not as far-fetched as it was, say, two, three, four weeks ago when Dallas was in that you know slump. Arizona was winning. Tampa was winning. Green Bay took an L to, to, to uh, the Vikings, which kept Dallas close. So there's a lot to play for. There always was a lot to play for for the division. I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that, you know, three, four weeks ago was like, ah, you know, number one seed, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. I didn't think it was going to be possible at that point the way we were losing, the way other teams were winning. But we're here. One game out. I should bring up the standings if you guys see. There's three 10-3 teams, and then you have Dallas and the Rams are both 9-4. and four. Um, So if Dallas continues to you know, win in December, remember I told you there was this thing about December under Tony Shore. In the Dak-Zeke era, they've only had one December. They didn't go at least, uh, I'm sorry, they didn't go 3-1, and one, and they went 2-2. Two and two. So I feel good about the Cowboys, you know, getting on a roll here in December. Uh, but I'm telling you, man, it, you know, I would definitely be trying to fight for that number one seed here as we get down the stretch because I don't think Dallas wants to go to Lambeau. Uh, I don't think they, I mean, they could go to Tampa, I guess, but you would rather have home field advantage. The Cowboys' offense has been better at home. That's just facts. You know, they even asked uh, Kellen Moore about it, and we'll get to Kellen Moore in the first word. So there's something to play for, y'all. Something to play for. Hey, CJ. CJ said, my bad, I'm late, Sky. Oh, now you late today, huh? Yeah, CJ always get on me for being late. Uh, Flo said, Kyler is a problem. His ability to create off script is the biggest problem, in my opinion. It's best in the league. Um, he is good from the pocket, but when he escapes pressure and he's running, you know, he has that baseball arm so he can do those weird throws on the run, similar to um, Patrick Mahomes. And honestly, I think Kyler might be better with those. And I know Patrick Mahomes has a freaky deaky arm, right? Like he can make ridiculous throws, but Kyler on the run, you can tell he was a baseball player, like really good at it too. Um, Sean said, now you see how important the no call against Tampa was. We saw how important it was right away. You know, I mean, it's only 17 of these things, but, you know, it is what it is. That's not even a game I'm really tripping about. It's the it's the uh, Raiders game. I think Dallas could have won that Raiders game, and we're talking about being tied for the number one seed right now. Yeah, being tied. 
Uh, Manny said, when was the last time we ran? A- okay, so we're getting X's and O's. Uh, their offense was erratic, says Manny, but it still looked better than ours has. Oh, for sure. I mean, they put up, what, 400-something yards yesterday. Damn near 500 yards. Uh, but nonetheless, it wasn't good. That, that wasn't a good performance. They just moved the ball a whole lot and turned it over a ton. Uh, Sully doesn't care for the number one seed. We normally don't do good with the weak buy. Yeah, normally I would. I, I'm not about the buy stuff in the sense, not buy, but the resting stuff. If you get a buy, that's excellent, right? You want the buy because you earned the buy. Um, you don't want to rest players because, you know, oh, it's week 17. We got nothing to play for. Let's rest them. That seems to always come back and bites Dallas in the butt. But I think in a year where COVID's been an issue, in a year where injuries have been an issue, I think a buy with 17 games, I think a buy would be perfect for the Dallas Cowboys uh, going into the playoffs. I do, man. James Conner might be a problem. He is a problem. Dude is, is, is in regards to their offense. Like James wasn't doing this in, in Pittsburgh, catching balls out the backfield. Dude got crazy hands. Yeah, I mean, don't get me, don't get it wrong. Cardinals are a good team. Going to be a tough out, going to be a tough opponent. Um, I'd rather play them, though. If I had to play a team, I'd rather play the Cardinals in Arizona than go to Lambeau Field and play Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm just keeping it a being. You know what I mean? But, all right, man, let's get into the roundup, and we'll talk about some Cowboys news and updates prior to getting to the first word. It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The Morning Roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness. Your solution for your fitness goals, whether it be weight loss, toning up, strengthening up, sports, or stress relief. Our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, and experienced professional certified trainers. So if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, Head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area. Hey, ask ask them about. Let me know. Make sure this isn't playing. Ask them about the challenge that they have right now. They have a fitness challenge where you can win twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So make sure y'all check that out, or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com for more information. First up, we do have a Tyron Smith update, and kind of figured this may happen. Tyron Smith will be out week 15 against the New York Giants. So no Tyron Smith. Uh, he re-aggravated the ankle injury that cost him a couple games this year and half a games this year. Uh, and he didn't do it by himself. It was Connor McGovern rolled up on him and just it looked nasty. Thankfully, he didn't break anything. Thankfully, he didn't tear anything. He just, you know, it caused a flare-up. In his ankle sprain. So here's a question. Do you do you consider actually just sitting Tyron Smith either A for the rest of the regular season or B till you absolutely need him, say, against the Arizona Cardinals? He's so important to your offense. I I, I wonder if they do say, hey, let's just rest him up until Arizona. Something to think about. Nonetheless. Terrence Steele and Titan Secchi, uh, coach, said yesterday that they're going to evaluate those guys and see uh, who they decide to play out there. Real quick in the chat, let me know, who do you guys want to see at left tackle, Titan Secchi or Terrence Steele? T- 
Titan Secchi or Terrence Steele. Titan Secchi was not that bad against when he came in yesterday, but you know, different story when you have to play a full game. Uh, Terrence, <laughs> we know Terrence Steele has some troubles over there at left tackle. He's been up and down. Um, if I had to pick, though, I think I'd pick my second cousin. I think I'd pick my second cousin. I, I think I think Terrence Steele has the better upside. He's a better player. He's better at right tackle, but yeah. I know, I know. Terrence struggled for a few games, but I think I'd go. I'd, I'd go Terrence Steele. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, Josh says Ty, Tim Steele, Manny likes Ty, Manny and Dawn like Steele. Chris says Steele or Alicone. Brother Alicone will get his his not his block knocked off if he came in the season right now, starting at left tackle. Uh, Steele and Williams back in there. It doesn't sound like they're going to put Connor. We'll see though. We'll see. So most of you guys are for Steel. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I said, the, the COVID situation hit the NFL pretty hard yesterday. According to reports, 37 players tested positive for uh, COVID-19, including one Cedric Wilson. So he won't be available on Sunday. Um, and as we inch closer, in my opinion, to or inch closer to the playoffs... In my opinion, I would bubble these players and coaches. I would. I, I would just straight up bubble these guys because you cannot afford to have someone out, an important player, out due to COVID. Didn't we see this happen? It was coaches, but didn't we see this happen last week? Or I'm sorry, last year with the Browns, and I think it was Steelers or, or Browns and someone. The Browns lost literally half of their coaching staff in that game, and they had to you know coach from home or whatever. I can't remember if they won, but regardless, you don't want that to happen to you in the playoffs. So, if I'm Dallas, man, as we approach week 17, week 18, there needs to be some type of protocol where these boys get bubbled up. You know, living out the Omni, living next to the star, something has to happen. If, if the goal is to, you know, win a championship, just ask these players, hey, sacrifice one to two months or six weeks, whatever it is, six weeks to, to just tighten up and bubble up to try to win this championship. Because the last thing you want to do is you get to wild card weekend or you get to division or you get to NFC championship or hopefully the Super Bowl. And you hear about Dak Prescott or, or, or Zeke or Tyron or somebody is out due to COVID. So bubble these players up, man. Oh, I forgot to say also in the first part of the roundup, Lyle Collins won't be suspended, according to the league and, and Ian Rappaport. But they said the same thing about Tristan Hill. So, so I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to wait a few days until I run with that fully. But Lyle Collins is, is not going to be suspended. Potentially could be fine. So that's why they're talking about Titan Seki and Terrence Steele at left tackle. Because Lyle should be good to go at right. I just wanted to bring that up. Finally, in the roundup, uh, Tony Pollard, according to Coach McCarthy, could return this week. He says he's feeling a lot better about Tony Pollard's uh, ability to play Sunday at the Giants than he did leading up to the Washington game. Pollard missed his first game of the season with a torn plantar. Was it fasciitis? I can't ever pronounce that word. Fasciitis, I think is what it is. But I think Corey Clement filled in pretty fine. For Tony, he wasn't Tony Pollard, right? Yeah. We don't really have a Tony Pollard on this team. 
but I think he did find enough. Uh, where you really got some of the Tony Pollard pop plays from the run game was towards the end with C.D. Lamb. So maybe they they go back to that if Tony doesn't play, but if he does, I think we're going to see Tony Pollard get, you know be inserted in those particular packages. Uh, that doesn't mean, though, that they should stop giving the rock to C.D. Lamb. Yeah. I'd like to see them continue to still give a – Two to three carries a game. It doesn't always have to be from the backfield. It could be a jet sweep. He's probably our best jet sweeper now. Aside from Tony. I mean, we used to have a little gadget guy like that in, in Tavon Austin and Lucky Whitehead. No longer do we have a guy like that. <laughs> Angelica said close enough. Bro, I can't, you know, these medical terms. You know, I didn't go to medical school. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, we had a couple super chats. My bad. Let me get to y'all super chats real quick. Looks like Manny. Super chat. Uh, for the $2 donation, thank you, Manny and Dawn. And then coming right back was Michael Autry. Super chat. Appreciate you for the $5 donation. He says, can you play 12 personnel with three wide receivers where we we were better when we ran the 12? Can you play it with three? No, 12 personnel is two tight ends. Uh, that's what the 12 is. So um, the three wide receivers is 11. And I think that's the Cowboys' best, well, used to be, best personnel package because it forces the opponent to have to either A, play back against the receivers, or B, uh, play up against the run. And when your offensive line was a really dang going good run-blocking offensive line, you can, you know, it was a pick-your-poison type of thing. For whatever reason, the Cowboys, you know, are not really beating these light boxes like they used to. And if I'm a defensive coordinator, I don't come into these games loading the boxes anymore unless they decide to do. And we'll, when we get into the film room, you'll see some of these packages where they're trying to uh, compensate for not having a Jarwin or a McKeon. And they're bringing in Connor Williams early in possessions on the other side of the 50. I don't I really don't like that. Like it, it was cute or whatever when you wanted to put McGovern back there, but it was better when you were crossed the 50 and you were in the red zone I think it's a waste of a down to do it where they do it and and again we'll talk about that in the film study it's something that that kind of bugs me y'all you know my other pet peeve sending Zeke out there you'll see again at least once or twice a game when they do it the play is unsuccessful and it's almost sometimes a disaster so you know there's just certain things that you know I question Uh, and again when we get into this film study this is not just a one person or or thing it's a it's a collection of issues on offense that continue to kind of just fall all together it's not one thing happening it's a bunch of things happening within a series within a play within a possession etc within a game and it's it's something that they got to figure it out all right so since we're talking about the offense let's go ahead and get to the first word and this is going to be about a minute and a half of uh Kellen Moore talking about the offense yesterday. If you guys want to go check out the full interview, you can. Or full press conference, you can. Um, he said some things. He said some things in there that you can tell he's protecting his players, as he should. Um, you can tell he's seen. I mean, he's the coach. He knows what he's doing. He, he has access to all this stuff. It's kind of refreshing, though, to, to actually hear him kind of acknowledge some of the issues that we've talked about here on the show, that, that writers have talked about, that fans have seen. Um, it, it's refreshing to know, okay, we're not just seeing these things and they aren't addressing it. 
There's clearly issues, and he knows what they are, and he knows what they got to do to get back on track. Uh, he talks about establishing rhythm and flow, and then some of these issues uh, from the Washington game. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the first word. With that said, if you want to call in, 351-999-3787, and uh, we'll get some callers before and, and some chats before we hop into uh, the film room. My bad, Joe. I think it's just uh, we just got to get back to being more consistent. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, there's a flow to offense, and I think we, we just got to find our flow and fi- find our rhythm there. Uh, I feel like we, you know, each and every week we take a few little pieces uh, that we can grow on, and I think uh, we'll, we'll find our way here. Yeah, I think anytime uh, rhythm is obviously a key, trying to get our get our offense in, in a rhythm and flow and uh, get some nice clean rush attempts, get some completions, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, we ended with three points, kind of got stuck down at the red zone, which uh, can drive you crazy, drives me crazy when we get stuck down there a little bit. But, uh, you know, I think there's there's some nice flow in that. You know, we, we hadn't started off the last few weeks great in the in the opening drive, and so it was something we wanted to, wanted to do. So, you know. I can drive myself crazy all all day here, th- overthinking these these games and whatnot. But uh, felt like we we started the game with a nice little drive, got three instead of seven, but got three. Ended the half with a nice drive, and ultimately got three instead of seven. So he ultimately won a little bit more points out both of those. But felt like we we took some strides in those two areas. Generally speaking, how do you feel the spacing has been from a receiver core in terms of just guys understanding where they are relative to their teammates to make Dak's job easier? I just say anytime we can have time on task, spend time together, uh, the cleaner all that stuff will be. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, consistency, get our guys together, spend time together, whether it's practice, walkthroughs, meetings. Uh, let's let's work through some of those things and give ourselves the best opportunity. It's the first word uh, with Kellen Moore talking about a few things. Some of the some of that that I took away. One for five in the red zone, and, and Michael Gelkin went on to, you know, explain a little bit more about the red zone issues. They were one for five down there, and and we talked about this yesterday, didn't we? I wasn't quite sure, but it, they confirmed it, and then when I went and watched it, was confirmed. We did not have a goal to goal situation, not one. And the Cowboys actually have been pretty decent in the goal to goals, but for whatever reason, they get around that that twenty to fifteen yard line, and they just cannot get inside the ten. Uh, when they have bad red zone days. And yesterday was one of them. Moved the ball fine to get down there, but they could not convert. Um, my guy, Tom Downey, Tom Downey burner account. Let me make sure, because, you know. Super chat. I'll get Tom Downey in trouble. Uh, let me see if I can bring up this chat box real quick so y'all can see what he said here. Yeah, let me get it up here. He says, getting some serious Garrett Linehan vibes from Kellen Moore. Uh, if you are, If you're on Twitter, I, I said that I put a little little gif, funny gif of Jason Garrett under my guy Connor Live says tweet. I said, man, watching this and watching the last few weeks, it, it does feel that way. And it's it's some of the some of the calls. It's not full uh, Scott Linehan, full Jason Garrett. It's just certain aspects you can tell he came from that tree. Um, with that said, though, when when we get into this lab and you see some things. And this is why I don't want to put everything on Kellen. I want to put everything on Dak or everything on the offensive line or the receivers. It is literally a collective cluster of things happening on offense. They need some come to Jesus kumbaya retreat moment to get this cohesion and continuity back. And he's, he talked about that at the end. I didn't play the other part 
because he was saving his receiver. And you'll see what I mean when we get into the film room. He was saving his receiver. But he talked about, hey, hey, how can you get you guys back with communication and things like that? How can you get that back on track? Practice, playing together, consistency. We haven't had it. And we kind of, as fans, take that for granted, right? We, th- we think that it's Madden, you know, somebody comes back, boom, we just throw them back in there and everything's good to go. It is clear. And if you look at the title of today's show, is it this simple? Is it this simple fix on offense? And as you'll see when we get into the film, is it simple as communication? Is it simple? Because some of these, some of these throws, some of these plays, a lot of them really throughout the game, we're going to show most of the first half, is just a lot of miscommunication. A lot of you're not where I want you to be or I'm here, you're there. Uh, I'm looking, I'm the wrong read or, or it's, it's really simple stuff. But it helps when you get repetition. It help, which helps when you get practice. And, and let's be real, this was the, those were the most snaps, if I'm not mistaken. The Cowboys have played with the three wide receivers all year. It was on Sunday. So still four games to go, but they, they got to get that together. You don't want to go into the playoffs still having this conversation. You know what I mean? Real quick, we got Tony from Tampa. What's up, T? Yeah, what's up, man? Good morning. Good morning, Good man. Good morning, man. Hey, man, I think it could be fixed, man. Uh, you know, I think I don't want to say it, man, but I think I think something's going on with Dak, man, like because there's been a couple plays where I think he could have took off and got the first down. Oh, he clearly don't. And he ain't been running. looking right. Yeah, he know he ain't been looking right uh, running that ball, man. No, see, uh, I'm gonna show you in the film room. He is fine. He, he's not. He's not injured. Like we're we're trying to find an excuse and we're trying okay. to put it on being injured. That ain't it. I'm not gonna give him that excuse because I've seen him run fine. I've seen him plant fine. I've seen him throw on the I was run just fine. wondering, man, because he looked kind of strange, you know. It's decision I was just making. wondering, you know. It's this Dak is yeah. we can say Dak is, is played bad or playing bad without blaming it on the injury. He's making he made some bad decisions in that game. Also, there as we'll see later, there's some instances where wide receivers are they're off. The communication is just off. And we don't see that during the game. We think, what the hell are you doing, Dak? Um, and and I don't like how he doesn't throw the ball away. You know, if you go look yeah. at the stat sheet, you'll see four sacks. Only one of those sacks came from the offensive line. The other ones was a, 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 no, a zero-yard gain that went down for a sack, and Dak would just refuse to either A, run, or B, throw the ball away. I don't think he trusts that offensive line either, man. Clearly like, You know, him. I don't think he – yeah, man, uh, you know, a lot going on to play calling. But I think, man, they'll get it right, man, you know, with the chemistry and practice, more practice. I don't think they should play Tony Pollard this week, man. Tell you the truth, man, I don't think we really need him for these guys, man. I think the other guys can do fine. I think you need to get him as healthy as you can going into the sure. playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because he can mess around and re-aggravate it or, you know, Tony, you know, he's value, he's more valuable than that. So to us, apparently, man, you know, it's one of those injuries where it, it it's it's about dealing with the pain. That that's what I'm hearing because yeah. it's already torn, as opposed to being you know strained or what have you. Had it been strained, there's a possibility of you tearing it, but it's already torn. So I think it's a pain issue. If he you know if he can't play with the pain, yeah, I'm with you. Sit him down. Uh, but I don't think Tony's going to be 100 percent the rest of the year because he needs time for it to to, to fully. Uh, I guess attach itself again. I'm not really sure how that works. Yeah, but. they said I don't. Me neither. But they said it's better if you tear it though. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
you know, I don't know, man. I just I know we're going to get it together, man. Um, you know, that defense is, is awesome, but we, you know, that offense, man, I, I think we need to, you know, get back to what we was doing, them, that six-game winning skill. Not, I ain't going to say six-game because we look good against Tampa. Some of that stuff all the way from first the half time. Of the season. Uh, first half of the season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we need to get back to that. Kellen Moore, man, he need to get back to that, man. He need to stop. I understand the man trying to create new stuff and, you know, have a have a lot for defenses to try to study for. But, you know, come on, man, you got to get – sometimes you got to get back to that bread and butter, man, you know. No, I'm with you. Sometimes you got to get back to it, man, you know. I'm with you, bro. It's – Again, I don't want to blame everything on Kellen or, or Dak or the offensive line or the receivers. I think they're, and you'll see, there's just a collective of issues, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to get it. We got together, man. That's all I Appreciate you, Tony. Drive safe out there. Every good offense has uh, little slumps and stuff or whatever. My bad. I thought you went out. I thought you hung up. My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Offense. Oh, okay. You know, teams have slumps. Uh, like, like Coach Kellen Moore said. This dip, there's dips and you know highs and lows. He said this dip is a little more dippier than we want. <laughs> you know, we don't want to be, we don't want to have this kind of offensive inconsistency. Um, it, the the yeah. context to it is these guys haven't, you know, in the last six or seven games they haven't been collective group. So I don't think they're yeah. adjusting uh, in that manner. Uh, but we got four games to figure this out. I like what Vach, I like what Vach has said, man. He said something that stuck with me, man. He said, uh. Cowboy fans, we we are hard, man. Like we we very, you know, we very hard on our team, man. Sure. You know, other teams they working with problems, and you know we, I think we're the hardest on. You know, we expect, I guess we expect greatness. You know what I mean? Because we seen. But uh, I don't know. We just need to chill out, man. You know, and you know, take care of game at at a time, man. You know, that's it, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. Let me get the four oh nine. Hey, what's up, Scott? What's going on, 409? Who this? Uh, this is D-Shift. D-Shift. Let me save you, D-Shift. Been a while. What's up, D-Shift? Ah, oh, yeah, man. I've just been bouncing around, you know. Um, ah, man, it's, uh, I, man, I just want to say, man, great win. Um, I think people should be more excited about this defense um, than really harping on what's going on with Dak because if you bet me money, Y'all going to bet money that Dak going to throw a pick six every game? Y'all going to bet money that uh, defense going to give up 43-yard uh, Hail Marys every game? And now, granted, the coverage does break down, but we also understand that we have a new deter- uh, interior front with as far as not interior, but just a whole defense. Man, I ain't even uh, giving them that, dumb, that, that touchdown, bro. They held Michael Parsons and put his hands in his face. That shouldn't even happen. And, and that was just some luck. And that's, yeah, that's, man, that was, that was a desperate play from a desperate team. You know, you make that that. play when you're down, when you're down 24-0, whatever they were, when you're two games back. I mean, it was the right, it was the right throw. I mean, he scrambles out one-on-one deep. I mean, it was a really good throw, really great catch. I mean, it happens, but it it shouldn't have been even counting. I'm not worried about, the defense played great yesterday, on Sunday. The the issue is, and I get why people are worried, is that the offense doesn't look like an offense right now that can win you a championship. And I can't be mad at people for... You know, being a little frustrated. I mean, right we, I, I've seen lesser, and honestly, I think the, the offense in the sense of you just got to take the ball out of Dak's hand a little bit. Um, I mean, because he played, he, played, he played good. 
up until the fourth quarter. Like, I, I, I didn't like a lot of the three and outs, which happened at the end of the game, but he drove you down for a touchdown. You know, he took advantage of a turnover, a bad interception in the first quarter, but he did go back and score. You know, that's just – we've seen teams that that's couldn't take advantage possession. of turnovers. Right, that didn't I mean, play I good in that game. It's, it's been a whole season, okay? Like, he – his calf injury, okay, it's, it's, it's concerning. That's that's a pause for cause. But we talk about his skill and his mindset regressing. Like, no, nah, I mean, there's – I'm not – like, I'm not trying to make excuses, but the same – what y'all want to do? Y'all put in Cooper Rush? Nope. So, I mean, I, I think – Why I, do I fans think the man, do this, the man deserves enough, The man deserves enough respect because he got you to 6-1. and one. He's 3-3 he's three and three in these last – and they have, they've had a lot of things going on. Let's not forget that the Buccaneers had the Bills come back on them. Let's not forget that the Cardinals just oh, lost. We're, getting, we're, getting, uh, we're going too far left. At, at, at this point, we don't need to talk about those teams, right, D-Shift? We're, we're talking about our offensive issues, and Dak is a part of it. I think that's fair to say. But if everybody has issues. I, I know everybody, everybody D-Shift, I know everybody has issues, and I can't believe I'm being this guy because I am number one Dak fan, and I believe in Dak, and I have yeah, no, yeah, I, I have I, no I, issues. Because you're because I'm what I'm not doing is letting my fandom blind me to what's actually happening, and I'm trying to make sure we stay in reality. D shift. I listen. I fully one one hundred percent. Listen, listen, listen. I one hundred percent believe Dak will get out the slump. I one hundred percent believe in our offense is going to be fine. But I'm not going to ignore the fact that it hasn't been for the last six games, right? Well, maybe two of those games it has. But I'm going to acknowledge the fact that Dak hasn't been the same, and he's been struggling mentally, in my opinion. And that's just being real and fair and one hundred. I say this every time. I say he did, but Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray he did, and I brought that up earlier in the game, in the in, in the in the uh, stream. But Kyler Murray ain't my quarterback. But I, I say this every. I say this every time, bro. I say this every time. If somebody is playing bad or plays bad, I'm going to call them out. I don't care if it's the quarterback. I don't care if it's the running back. That's just being real about the situation, and that's what I'm going to yeah. be. No, for sure. You know, for sure. And I, I think, uh, I mean, my, my thing, I mean, I'm, I've, I've caught out Dak before. I've, I've gotten into it with a lot of these fans, you know. I've caught out Dak way before this was happening. All sure. these things were happening. Um, I've, I've looked at, but I, I think at the, the, what I wasn't, seeing and realizing whether this, this happens to, I mean, if, if we want to take him out the elite category, that's fine. I don't, I don't need him to be Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Um, but I, I think my offense will be good enough. It's going to bounce back. You have four games to really get your mind right. Uh, right. I, I think our defensive line is going to uh, be a big matchup problem for that offensive line at the Cardinals. Um, I don't think, I think, you know, the interior is going to get in front of Kyler Murray. He's one of those shorter quarterbacks. They're going to make the pocket small for him. Uh, those ends are going to contain the edge, and you just have too much athleticism in Micah Parsons. So I'm thinking these next four games, this is the time to get right. If you're blowing somebody out by the second or third quarter, you know, let Cooper Rush get in, let Dak no. kind of take what, a rest. What? what, what? Take, the, take the ball out of his hands. Um, I mean, injuries are big, you know. I mean, I, I just I need that cap to heal. I don't know if it can heal by the end of the year. But I, I need I need something to give because that's that's the problem. I, I think it's been the injury. Um, before he was six and one, he was lighting up the league. Um, you had your receivers, and you, we got to remember this 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 span. This is. I mean, once he lost bad. his receivers, yeah, I, sure. it's, 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 it's to a point. 
it's to a point, if you're going to be good because you have all pros, if those all pros are gone, you're going to take a hit. You can't ask Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown to come in and, and be Amari uh, Cooper and Mike uh, C.D. Lamb. I'm sorry. You you just can't. Uh, fan base needs to chill, needs to calm down. Your defense is, is, is lighting up. We've seen this offense play at a what, – what did Bill Parcells say? If you've seen it once, you can always see it again. So I mean, you said a, you said a lot of things there, bro. Uh, you said a whole lot of things there. Time out. You said a whole lot. Some of it I agree with. Some of it is 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 crazy. If you're blowing a team out, first of all, most games you're not blowing a team out by the second quarter. You said put Cooper rushing. That is the exact opposite of what needs to happen. Dak needs to play more reps with these guys. I don't care what the score is, unless it's the fourth quarter, last two possessions, and you're up, you know, That's twenty-eight what I'm points. About, you said the second and third quarter put in Cooper Rush, number one. Number two, I would not allow All right, you. Don't take, don't take anything so literal, Scott, because I, I like, you know, you, you're going to take every word for word in these yeah. type of exaggerations. I'm only taking what but you I, tell me. If, 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 <laughs> but, I mean, come on, man. If, if, all right, so we won't, we won't play semantics, all right? We'll, we'll, say, we'll say fourth semantic quarter. Semantic is literal, but, but you're right. So, so here's the thing, another thing that I disagree with. Dak Prescott is fine injury-wise. I don't agree with you on that one, bro. Like, if you watch him play, there's nothing that he, he's making all the throws. He's, he's stepping up. He's running. Well, well he's not running like we want him to run. But when he runs, he's not limping. He, he, you know, I, I'm this not going to blame him on injury. This man, ain't, this man ain't forget how to play football. You've been right. hanging around Jesse too long, dog. You <laughs> see, I think you're so far left with Dak Prescott, you can't just talk about what's I'm real really with not. him right now. I'm really not. You are, bro. I'm really like, I'm, I'm around really Jesse too much. Did not, you not hear not, what I said? I'm not a fanboy. Did you not I'm hear not what I said? About, I didn't, I'm not calling you that. That's disrespectful. And I won't do that to you, Shift. Like, I don't like when people do that. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You have yeah, a yeah, fandom yeah, yeah. with a player, but that's disrespect. Here's the thing. Like oh, no. I just told you, Shift. I believe Dak will be fine. I believe he'll get out of a slump. He's just in a slump. Mm-hmm. I believe it's mostly mental and it's not any, it hasn't anything to do with being physical. I'm just calling it how I see it from Sunday and four of the last six or yeah, four of the last six games from Dak Prescott. I'm not saying he's been bad in all six games, but four of the six games he's not been right. Like I say, man, uh I, I think he'll come together once it's uh, you know, everything gets cohesive. Um I, I'm I'm just not as worried as the rest of the fan base. Um and I'm I'm not gonna let uh, some offensive woes uh, deny me from the fact that this defense is starting to put it together and really become something that we've never seen. You've never had a defensive line like this. Yeah, the defense is the fun part to talk about. Yes, sir. But all right, Scott. Um, I'll go another hour, but, man, I I know you probably work. I got other callers, bro. <laughs> all right, bro. All right, bro. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Yo, I, I, you know. Some of y'all probably like, who is, who is this? Who is Sky? This ain't Sky. Where's Sky? See, that's the thing y'all don't understand. I can be fair to any of these players, and I have. I've called out D-Law. I've called out Zeke. I've called out Dak in the past. I, I can't ignore what, I'm, you know, what I've seen for the last six games. Again, not all of it is his fault. Like, not all of it is Dak, and you'll see it here in a second. But I just, I'm, I, what I'm not going to do is, is, is act like he's not culpable in this situation, right? He's got a part of it, and it is what it is. I full one hundred percent believe they'll get away. They'll get out of this slump. Number one, number two. If they don't get back to what they were weeks one through seven or what have you, there's a very good possibility they should change their philosophy. And what I mean is, what D. Shift brought up was their defense. Their defense 
I'm waiting to the Kyler game because I don't Mike Glennon next week and Tyler Heineke, whatever. Taysom Hill, whatever, right? I'm waiting for this full-fledged defense. I want to see how it does against Tyler, uh, or sorry, against Kyler Murray, and I do believe in this front seven. I think it has a fantastic front seven. But if they can kind of shift themselves into a top five type of defense on the way into the playoffs, you may have to switch how you how you roll offensively. You may have to turn into a all right, listen, let's just pick our spots. Let's just stay patient. Just, just And if we got a punt, we got a punt. If it's not there, it's not there. And let's lean on our defense. That's something I thought I would never say going into the playoffs. Never. And I hope that's not the case. But if they don't figure it out in the next four games, then that may have to be the case. That may have to be the case. Nobody's... I don't think anyone is scary, D-Ship. Like that, that, that's the thing. I, I, I think... On, on this channel, people get upset when we when we talk things through and figure things out. That does not mean for one iota, I don't believe this Dallas Cowboys team, or a lot of people, believe this Dallas Cowboys team can turn it around. One iota. People just don't like real. People don't really, they, they want to hear Skittles and rainbows, but when you give them the truth, it can upset them for a minute. And if you and then and then some people try to give you agenda-made truths. And then when you give them context, they also get upset. So it's a fine line when you're doing this thing here that you got to play with with the fans. And I get it. We're going to get to Brandon, and then we're going to head into the, the film room. What's up, B? Good, man. How you doing, G? I'm good, man. Oh, man. You know, I see you, I see you coming around, man. We went back and forth, what, about maybe a week ago after, I think right before the Saints game about, you know, I said, Sky. I think I'm excited about this defense, man. I think it's been a long time since we could sit here and say it. For me, it's been since 07. And I told exactly what you just said about, you know, you may got to lean on the defense. You got to, I'm man. already there. You ready? You know, I'm already there. And it's okay, man. I appreciate the fact that you're saying, you know what, I may I may have been wrong two weeks ago. This may not be an offense, offensively driven team right now. It it's not right be. now. And, and you know what, B? Right. Go look at the Chiefs. They're not either, right? They're a defensive team. But does anybody believe for one second they offense can't figure it out? Exactly. And they, and what <laughs> and what is what are they doing? Yeah, and you know what? Dallas will everybody had the Chiefs. Everybody had the Chiefs for dead. You forget that you look up and you're like, hold on, they only nine and four. Like they nine and four. It's like the way that people were talking about them in the media. You thought they were a below five hundred team. Well, that's how they're talking about they're, Dallas they're, right now. And that's the way. And it's like. You know, your boy Vach had a, a, a great point. He was like, the Cowboys are doing something that they haven't done in a long time, and that's they're fighting adversity and they're continuing to win. And I love that about what's going on. And you know what? For the longest, we were an offensively driven team. When the offense didn't play well, typically we lost because we couldn't turn. We couldn't say, all right, let's lean on the defense for these next four or five games. This is a, This is like a great, thing to have where it's like, you know what, the offense isn't playing well. Yeah. The defense was playing well before they weren't healthy. Now they're getting healthy, and I think they're just missing. I think more specifically, think the fans are struggling with, you know, coping with the offense being pretty much bad or very inconsistent for a long stretch, mm-hmm. and the defense actually winning the last two games. Like, like we fought through adversity the whole first half of the year. People forget that. And I used to always bring that up when people try to say, 
oh, well, so-and-so needs everybody, blah, blah, blah. Did people forget the Cowboys didn't have everybody for the first eight weeks? They missed a lot of key contributors. They actually won a game without Dak Prescott on the road. So Dallas has been fighting adversity all year. It's just that at this point right now, for an offensive-driven team for years, right, for like a decade, this team has been mostly offensive-driven. Right now they're not, and I think we're trying to – we're like Mr. Krabs, that meme, like what's happening, what's going on? And uh, we got four games right. to figure it out. So I, there's no panic to me. We talked about it yesterday. Concern, sure. Panic, not yet. And you know what? People are just not used to being able to say, you know what, You know, let's dial it back. Like you just said, man, it's like, like I said, I was there at the Saints game. Go back to ball control. You may not it, – the. It's going to click at some point. Sure. That's what I believe. I don't know when, but it's too much. Like, you know, you know, I'll just point out somehow how, this is how I see it. You know how I when you come you. in, you look at the Cowboys, and you you feel like, oh, they got this high-powered offense, right? And they, they got all this talent, but there will be a team that will come in with this bland-ass offense, and they'll put up 21 points on the Cowboys, and you'll be like, how in the hell are they doing that? Oh, that is what the Cowboys Raiders. do. Just go right. Just go back. Sometimes you just got to run some stops. Sometimes you just got to say, you know what, I'm going to run some slants. Run more screens. Run more bubble screens. Just dial your offense back just a little bit to get that rhythm going. Don't expose your offensive line so much to these empty sets. Stop (sighs) running that damn A-gap dive. Can they stop putting Zeke out wide? For no good goddamn going reason, bro. It, it's man, what you stupid. This man out trying to run a run a slant. It's like, as soon as I see it, I'd be like, okay, well that's one less person that's going to be effective in the route. So who else are we got running? It's like, what yeah. are you doing? I would rather you leave him in there to block. Than I to agree. Sit him out to the I'll also say this, you know brother. I'm, I, I'm not feeling these screens, though, bro. We we're pretty terrible at it. But you know what, man? The screen to me is a. T- I, I think it's easier to get your timing down with your screens and to sit back and to keep asking Dak to be a confident player right now because right now his confidence is not he's his confidence is not high. So although I agree with you, the screens are not as effective right now, but man, all it went with, with screens, that's something that you just gotta keep doing and keep doing. And eventually five, seven, oh twelve, and it just becomes you become even if you only get six yards on the screen. I rather, I rather. Okay, let me ask you this: screen on first down for six yards, or run on first down of the a gap for two yards. I'd be mad at either. <laughs> but, but, but listen, you know, screens can work, but for whatever reason, mm-hmm. Dallas is terrible at them. I mean, I said this yesterday. Right. If I'm, a, if I'm, I don't want to keep banging my head against the wall if I'm doing something that doesn't work. The screens don't work. Every so often, sure. Dallas ran about six or seven screens um, on Sunday. Now, a couple of them were more so uh, audible-driven, um, and some right. of them, about four of them were deliberate. And and some of them, you know, th- I didn't understand, you know, did you not have confidence in yourself, Dak? You don't have confidence, Kellen, and just third and five, bro. You can't get a five-yard out somewhere at first down. We run a screen, and, and it's not executed well. So, this isn't even really always on Kellen for the execution part of the screens. It's on Kellen for, hey, you did this three times. It didn't work. <laughs> Why are you going back to the but, well three more times to it? You know what I mean? So that was frustrating to see. 
you know it's always frustrating when it comes to the screen game. Screen game is about timing, and I'm not it necessarily is. about time, talk about timing within the within the play. It's about when you call it. I don't like when he's calling the screen. It's first and fifteen. I'm like, here comes the screen. It's second and seventeen. I'm like, okay, here comes the screen. I'm like, damn, it's Jason Garrett has to be over there right now. You call, you know, the one of the most effective play calls in the red zone is a screen. It's it gets you out of trouble. It, it prevents you from getting in trouble. Wait till you and see. It's a play where you know, Wait till you see the exposed. screen that they tried to run later in the game. It was like third and four or something like that, and they tried to get a, a, uh-huh. a screen to Zeke, and it was just awful, man. He's like the execution of the screens down, is so yeah. awful. I'm an early down screen guy. I think when you run screens later in the downs, you become more predictable. But if you look at if you look at Dallas's history with screens, uh-huh. the screens that are typically effective are the screens that are on early downs. When they get to be in the third down, they become more predictable, and teams are looking they're looking out for it. Yeah, but to me, you know it's, it's I mean? the execution though. Like, like the the linemen aren't getting out there in time, or it's too quick. The running back gets out, or the throw is off. The, the execution is just bad, man. It's just bad yeah. at this point. They got to clean it up. Yeah, that got to play better, man. And I love how you're sitting back and you, you're trying to hold them accountable. Like Cowboy fans are so. I'm a I mean, obviously we're all Cowboy fans, and I understand sometimes why people don't like us. We're so we, – we, we front run, man, to the with the best of them sometimes that we don't like to call it like we see it. That playing like garbage. And it's a confidence issue, and it's also it's also like him just not seeing the field. He's not seeing the field the way he needs to see it right now. Yeah, it's a lot of – it's, it's a lot ball. of things with the man right now. I, I don't think he trusts some of his fronts. I don't think he trusts – his receivers right now, um, and then he doesn't trust himself. And I'm gonna show some of this here in a second. Um, again, it's not all him, and this is this goes back to last week. But but he and and, and this comes with the territory, right? He has to mm-hmm. overcome a bad play call. He has to overcome bad blocking. He has to overcome a, a no running game because that's what they say, quote unquote, you're paid for, right? So while Back. in fairness, this is a team game. Majority of the national media, majority of these fans don't give a crap about that stuff. Um, so like how I hold the, the head coach accountable and say, you got to deal with Jerry Jones. I don't care, man. Get it done. It's kind of similar where, you know, obviously, Dak, you need everybody else to also help. But at the end of the day, what are they going to say? Oh, well, we pay you 40 million. Right. That's what they like to say. So you need to overcome yada, 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 yada. And then if you can't overcome all that and you're in your head, it's just a recipe for disaster. I agree, man. But you know what? Like I said, man, I'm loving this defense. Play to your defense hands a little more. Get the ball out on the edges in the running game. Stop running up that damn A-gap and just limit the turnovers. And I I personally think it'll slowly turn around, but just dial it back a little bit. You know what? But he has to run more. What happened to the to the read option, the run pass option? Maybe you do that. Front office. To get him going. You don't, you wouldn't do it? No, 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 no. You must have been listening for the last month for me, bro. I've been advocating to get Dak back into that read that zone option. Oh, okay. But I think the front oh, office okay. is 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 not with it because when he ran that touchdown against the Falcons, the front office came out and said, "Yeah, we don't want you to do that." Yeah, they don't want to win. You know, and they damn and you know what, man? I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go in ahead closing, and close. But you know what? I'm, I'm starting to be real disappointed in this coaching staff that they continue 
to not protect Zeke from himself. It's starting to become oh, embarrassing, bro. It's just... No, I mean, like, serious. It's like, why are you letting him do this to himself? It's like, at some point, you're the fucking head coach. And pardon my language. You're the head coach. It's about what you say. I don't give a care. I don't care if this kid is trying to go out and be all warrior. He's not helping you. I've seen three games, and I haven't seen one play. And with Zeke would have been if it, it would have made a difference in being on that field. Oh, I said the same and thing I'm, yesterday. I asked, I asked the, the chat. I said, has there been in the last four or five weeks a situation scenario where you said, "Man, we needed Zeke." Maybe a passing down where he had a good block or something, but you ain't paying your running back to to block. I'm just saying. That. Um, has there been a play in the last few weeks or what have you where you're like, "Man, we we really needed Zeke out there." There hasn't been, man. Nope. You you could have utilized these last couple of weeks to get him back healthy and get ready for this stretch run. But hey, man, we're beating a dead horse. Right. I I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate you for the call, right, B. G. So here's what we do. I'm gonna hop into a couple phone calls and then we'll get to. I'm gonna go back into the film room so you guys can see the issue that popped up on that pick six. It's it's a fascinating situation, man. Football is a beautiful thing. Even when it's bad or good, it's just kind of a beautiful thing to see how things work, the chess match and all that stuff. I'll get back to it. Uh let's get let's get DJ real quick on the phone. What's up, DJ? Hey, what's going on, Sam? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? I woke up this morning, can't complain, can't complain. Um, as you're going through, because you know, now I don't even like I just see that you're alive and I in, so I didn't get to watch that. I've been on the phone the whole time. Yeah, definitely uh, run that but, back, man. Run that back when you get a chance. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It sounded good. It sounded good. But uh, a lot of what I'm hearing, especially on the the uh, the wide receiver miscommunication and all that, uh, and it's funny because, like, I was actually thinking about this with asking you this uh, this morning. I was like, hey, uh, is there an experience factor? Like, I'm not concerned about the team long-term at all. Um, but is there an ex- inexperienced factor? Like these guys haven't played together. Like it's a young team. They haven't been there before. Is there a factor of that that's playing into this maybe? Um, exp- I mean, that's, that's fair to say. I had this conversation with Aisha. Uh, she, she said, Hey, we got to remember CD lamb is only in year two, you know, as fans, we think he's yeah. so great cause he is and things like that. But from a nuanced standpoint of, of wide receiver things and same thing with Gallup Gallup, while he's not, uh, a, a two-year pro. He's actually a four-year pro. I don't know that Gallup is – I think he's still getting these things down. So you get a young receiver in Lamb. Uh, Gallup, who mostly is a guy that kind of runs your deep stuff, your quick slants. They don't even use him on a quick slants as much anymore. Um, you're asking him to read the defense a little bit more. So you're going to get these miscommunications. And then you compound it with Gallup's out for the first eight weeks. Then uh, Cedric Wilson is out. Then – uh, Cooper misses three weeks, and then C.D. Lamb misses a week and, and misses a half. So it is a lot to do with experience maybe, but I think most of it is just not practicing and playing together on a consistent basis. Again, yesterday, I'm sorry, Sunday was the most snaps these guys have played together all season, and they really haven't practiced mm-hmm. consecutively all season. So that's why I say is it simple as miscommunication? Because if you go back and look at that breakdown – you'll see there were opportunities that Dak was waiting for or was going to hit, but the wide receivers and Dak were not on the same page. Yeah, and also what I'm looking at is, you know, we were very much a vertical passing scheme before um, for basically the entirety because 
it was a run first, and then when we do the do throw, it's either you know a curl or out or sure. a uh, you know a nine right up to up the field. Um, and now they're making the transition more into a West Coast offense, where that communication and being on the same page is more is more prevalent. It, it makes it well. It, it has, it's more serious than it was before. Um, not necessarily that they're doing that, but that at least yesterday or Sunday, that's what it looked like to me. And I mean, maybe missing it. I haven't looked at the, the whole game yet, but sure. from what I was seeing, there's more of a West Coast kind of passing offense than a vertical one from the well, past. Be, well, what happens is you, teams adjust. Teams adapt. Yeah. And what teams have been doing specifically the last two weeks, and really if you go back to the Raiders game, the Raiders didn't play. People thought that the game or the uh, blueprint was to be physical at the line of scrimmage and stack the box. That, that's that's really not the true blueprint. So what happened? I don't know what's happening. Here. So what happened is you got teams adjusting and they're playing more coverage. They're playing back more, taking away the deep stuff. And you heard somebody, I think it was Mike McCarthy, came out in the presser and say, "Yeah, you can tell very early that Jack Del Rio was 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 get, was taking away the big play, meaning he was keeping two safeties back and dropping a ton of guys. So you're not going to be able to be a vertical offense. So you have to adjust to that." Um, so far, I think Dallas is struggling with the adjustments, but but maybe that gets cleaned up when you do have all your complimented guys back for a consistent period of time, and if you get a running game, you got to get a running game. But and, and that's why I'm you know like I know a 17 game season was a big you know term of conflict, but um, that's what I'm grateful for because the guys have missed so much time. Um, and I think like I said, I always say that the offense is going to be fine. But there's just – and it sounded like you were going into that a lot. It was like – because what I was saw as a receiver is if you get missed as a wide receiver, it's usually just outside your hands if, as long as you have a competent quarterback. It's not like I'm over here and it's five y- yards over my head no, or it's five yards behind me. When I, what, I showed so, on the, what I showed on the film breakdown, the, the deep passes are fine. Dak Prescott is still delivering deep throws at an accurate uh, – very high accurate rate. Uh, he did it in the Saints. He did it yeah. in, in, in against the Raiders. He did it against um, uh, the Falcons. He did it against the, the Washington Washingtons. One of the deep passes was negated. Yeah. The other one, he got uh, a flag drawn on him. So I don't really worry about him deep to the to the hashes, like outside the hashes. He's doing that fine. Why? What I'm worried about yeah. is we're not seeing enough seam shots, and we're not seeing any adjustment. I, to I gotta let you go there. That, oh yeah, I'm the back. Yeah, I, I'm at work, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I'm in the background. I got speakers going and everything. But I'll let you go, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Man. I'm going. Yeah. Get that out of this. Here we go. All right, so you're going. Uh, let me see what y'all are saying in the chat here, man. Uh, Mel said, appreciate the breakdown, man. No problem. We're going to try to do this every Tuesday if we can. Start running the ball four to six yards of play and seeing them starting to load the box. The running game wasn't putrid on Sunday. You heard you heard Kellen talk about um, we were getting some of those four yard plays. It wasn't the ten to fourteen yards we were, we were used to earlier in the season. Um, it wasn't putrid, but it wasn't enough to respect it. And that's what you saw when they were like, "Okay, you want to bring in an offensive lineman to play fullback? Hey, I'm not I'm not dealing with this today. I'm going to go ahead and play this this back in case you try to do a, a play action. That's exactly what happened." And it didn't get off. So, uh, Brian, the status on Br- Blake? Not sure. Not sure. All right. Let's get B Bird. Love to hear from B Bird. What's up, B Bird? Hey, what's up, Scott? 
Not much, brother. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I just love, uh, logged, I mean, got up on your uh, site, so I caught the middle eye. I'm going to go back and look. But, uh, you know, I always lean on you for uh, all 22 views. And um, I want to ask you this question. So the Cowboys, um, and you said this the other day, like, um, you know, it's kind of always been, this year has been pick your poison. Hey, you're going to bring up somebody, this uh, extra man in the box to stop right. the run, we're going to throw it. If you leave that guy back, we're going to run it. The, the, and that's a good formula. But the only thing I think uh, the kryptonite to that formula is if your running game is not effective yep. and we can um, keep a light box and keep people back, I think it really messes up your offense. So I think the run game, um, again, is the key to this whole thing. And what they're saying, I think, and I, and when I'm saying I think, you can see it from all 22. That's why I'm asking this question. Mm. Are, are teams just not respecting our run and just saying, hey, we're going to keep uh, guys back in the zone, yes. make Dak fine guys yes. uh, under and that way, or and just saying, hey, what you get on the run, you're going to get on the run, but we're going to keep seven yes. guys in the box or, or six guys in the box, and we'll take our chances against your run with that yep. and keep guys back. So that way if we can stop your, your run with six or seven guys and keep all our guys in the back, then you're not going to – we don't have to – it's not uh, however do you want it. It's however do we want it. Mm. And so I just want to know, are you seeing that in the film Absolutely. as far as they're just not respecting our run and we're not making them pay for it? Absolutely. It, it's – you mean, it's spot on there. I can't – how do I add on to it? Earlier in the season, you could do the how do you want it because your run game was an absolute factor. Um you you had TP, you had Zeke. They were blocking it well. They were creating lanes. They were making people miss. They made you respected. And when you didn't, talking about you, Chargers, we just ran the ball down your throats all day. Uh, but I think teams caught on. Wait a minute. Zeke is not the same. Wait a minute. This offensive line is in flux. We don't really necessarily have to respect the run early in these downs. And people were wondering, why are the Cowboys not good on first and second down? Well, it's because they're either trying to establish the run on first down and they're getting themselves in second and 10, second and eight, second and seven because teams, because they're not blocking it well and they can't get five, six yards on that first down. We used to be the best first down team in football the first six weeks, seven weeks. Now I don't even know where we're at, but I guarantee you we ain't the best. Um, so, yeah, when for any quarterback, B-Bird, right, if you have to throw into – a sea of seven or eight all game, it's going to be a long game for you. You have to you have to be yeah. patient. And I think Dak Prescott is pressing a bit, right? He understands, man, my offensive line is not the greatest, but I got to make a play. Or my running game is not the greatest, but I got to make a play. As opposed to, and I, I, I joke about it, he's trying to make a 14-point play sometimes. As opposed to just boom, yeah. boom, boom, let's just keep this thing going. But when you have that compounded with the receivers not being on the same page, it, it looks like a cluster F. And that's what's happening right now. But, yeah, spot-on observation. They're not respecting this run game. Um, and this is what I think they need to get it going because teams have to respect in the playoffs or, whew, we're talking about January football yeah. not having a run game. And let me add this. Yeah. Let me add this. I saw somebody in the chat say that you're not, they're not going to respect the play action. I disagree. I totally disagree. Holcomb was biting on play action all game, all game. Um, and the funny thing about play action, it doesn't necessarily stem from having a great run game. If you do have a great run game, they'll bite even harder, even more, et cetera. But if you don't, 
the nature of the linebacker position is to what, B-Bird? Come forward. Stop the run. Right. Yep. So if you if you see the ball get put in the hands, unless your 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 whole you know play design is to drop straight back due to the a zone coverage, they're going to step forward or they're going to move this way or that way if you do some east-west uh, at-snap motion. So the play action actually was there for a lot of this game, and they, they, they actually hit on it a few times. But you'll see where it came and bit them in the butt when I get back into the film room to show you all why that second interception happened. So, so, and I'll tell uh, the um, this is for you and you and uh, you know uh, A to Z sport fans. Um, what I'm saying is, and this is no different than uh, why Tom Brady lost to the New York Giants twice in the Super Bowl. Sure, because the New York Giants did not have to blitz to get pressure, and when they did not have to blitz to get pressure, Tom was not used to all those guys being in the back uh, covering covering passes. That's why like they were scoring. 40 or 50 points, they didn't score, but 14 against them. And what it was is, so either your either your defensive line is ta- talented enough, which those guys were against anybody, uh, to stop the run and to stop and to get to the pass with four, or your offensive line is not good enough. You, you get what I'm saying? So yeah. either those two things will, will cause a defense to say that, hey, we don't have to use uh, an extra guy or whatever yeah. to stop the run or extra guy to get, you know, we can just do our front four can do that job, and that's why. Now I'll go to something else too. So I've I've always thought there was this domino effect, and this is how our team won. Where our offense had to go out and set the pace, get up early, allow uh, another team offense to be one dimensional, and and then our defense can can can, can well, uh, kind, you know, do well after that. Kind of what happened I on think, Sunday, but by accident <laughs> because but, the defense scored a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I, I really think that our defense is with that defensive line we have. If they play like they did the other day, they're not that attached to the offense. Mm. They, they, they're a standalone team. I love and so I do like that part, right? Because we don't need that. They could they dictated that whole game. They got the points that got sure. them up. They put pressure on the quarterback. They really ninety five percent won that game. And so. The defense is starting to separate. If they play like that, they're separating themselves from being a standalone entity, whereas, yeah, we, it's great if we have this lead. It's great if y'all have ball control yep. and keep the ball, but we don't necessarily need that, whereas early in the year the defense did need that. Now, one thing I want to ask you guys, one thing that made me scratch my head uh, a lot was I'm going to just throw an uh, 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 arbitrary number out, third and seven. Dak was throwing the ball like like – Four yards. Uh, I just don't believe in um, throwing the ball short like that often of the first down and, and, and oh, wanting my goodness. guy to make people miss and get there. Throw the ball far enough to where if he catch it, it's a first down, and if he gets yak, he gets yak. But if he doesn't, so what? We're moving the chains. That's a, just frustrating me to know. There's a statistic they made up for for that. It's called the Alex stat. And you know why they made it, they call it that? Because prior to Alex Smith going to see uh, one Andy Reid, he was synonymous for throwing short of the sticks. Um, and I would imagine yeah. last week Dak was probably at the bottom of the league in the Alex stat. And most of that happened in the second half. There were so many times, specifically those last three or four possessions, where he just, you can just tell, man, he completely lost all confidence in any of his, his, his linemen holding up and any of his receivers breaking. And he snap, catch, look straight to Zeke, 
dump it off to Clement, whomever. It was it was maddening. It was frustrating. And to me, I'm like, oh snap, he's broke right now. He's broke right now. He does, and when I mean by broke, I mean not not totally forever. Just in this game at this moment, he doesn't trust what he sees. He doesn't trust his guys up front, and he just wants to get the ball out. And that's a scary situation to be in if it was a close game. It wasn't until the pick six. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Sky, I think uh, me and you are on the same page on this. I never, I never understand taking – well, for one thing – I don't like taking Zeke out the backfield because it takes away the threat of the run and, and putting him out wide. But Zeke out wide does nothing for our team. I just don't understand that at all. Um, and they put him out there as though he's a wide receiver. Here's an idea. Put a wide receiver where a wide receiver is supposed to go instead of Zeke if you're going to do that. I just think uh, you take the threat out the backfield. You take, take a good blocker out you the backfield. You take the blocker and out you put him out. Part, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you put him out. And when has he ever made a big play running downfield, you know, recently on in a, in a wide receiver position? Recently? I just don't understand the no. thought, thought process. It hasn't. Um, yeah, go back and watch the, the – if you go back, rerun this, you'll see me get on it twice. There was two instances in the first half where it absolutely was silly, and both of them were in the red zone. So you definitely got to check that out, B-Bird. You, you know me. That's my pet peeve with, with Kellen Moore. He continues to want to put Ezekiel Elliott out there, and it makes no sense. Now, one thing, and I'll, I'll go, and I want you to comment on this, because I don't know if I heard it on your show or somewhere else, and saying that, you know, Keller Moore is more of a collector of plays than he is an offensive coordinator who has an idea of what mm-hmm. he's going to do going into the game. And I don't know if I heard it on your show, but it seems that way to me, like he doesn't have a certain way that he's, you know, I know he has a way he wants to attack, but I'm saying he's not saying, okay, this is going to work, and I'm going to add this on top of this, and I'm going to do this, and I, now i got him set up to come back and do that. I don't. I, it seems like to me he just kind of calling plays. Now, sometimes it works, but he doesn't really have a way to go about, you know, attacking this team through four quarters. And I, I'm going to go and get off your line, man. I'm going to listen to you respond to that. I appreciate it. So you may have heard it, B-Bird, excellent call, per usual. You may have heard it from me. But I got it from Brian Broadus. I heard Broadus say it, and it made me think because I was just thinking about, you know, what Kellen does. And I'm not necessarily saying he's right, but it, it, it makes me think that, you know, maybe he's on to something. Yeah, he, he said that Kellen was a collector of plays and a play caller as opposed to a guy that has a specific thing, right? There's certain offensive coordinators or schemes. You're like, hey, this is what they do. West Coast offense, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Gary Kubiak, um, I forget the I forget the coordinator's name up there in Buffalo. Hell, even even I said this to Nick, uh, Josh McDaniels. You know they they have certain things they lean on because it's what they do. I don't necessarily know. I could say you can maybe y'all could tell me what is it that Kellen Moore has in his bag that he leans on. Besides, he does have a bag. He has a bag. But what is it that that hey all right all this fun stuff ain't working. But we can we know we can stick to this and and and, and that's what. Kellen Moore's offense is. I don't. I don't know what that is right now. You know, I don't know. McVeigh's another one. Thank you. Um, all right, real quick, let's jump back into the film room. So, the interception, the second interception. Although the first interception might have been, might have been worse. I know the pick six happened, but Dak, what the hell <laughs> were you doing on that second one? But here, the first interception, people were wondering, and I was wondering. Right after it happened, even yesterday, I didn't have the All-22 yet or, or just kind of the, the wherewithal to, to see this happen. Um, why did Dak not throw it to 
what's his name? Uh, Dalton Schultz. First, how did he miss Dalton Schultz? Right. And then as I'm watching the film, I said, aha, I see what happened here. So in the first quarter, this play actually worked. It was the same play that happened in the fourth quarter. They come out. Uh, they go uh, 11 personnel. Dalton shows to the left. They're going to get a play action boot. He's going to scoop around. You're going to get CD Lamb wide open. Wide open. Now, Dak is, is making his adjustments in his audibles, but, but at the end of the day, it's the same exact play. Uh, just, just take a look, man. He, he gets wide open, and it worked. This was in the first quarter. Again, we talked about Holcomb biting. Holcomb was biting all freaking game, man. All freaking game. Look, look where he's at. Now, he bit harder on this one, but nonetheless, he bit again on the second one, as you'll see. The cornerback bit, which actually was Landon Collins because it's Landon Collins. He's not a good cover guy. And then we get to the fourth quarter. Same formation. Now, remember, this play call is most likely called again because they remembered, man, he was wide open. Man, he bit hard. I'm a cup. Man, there was nobody out here to, to even affect Dak Prescott. So they go back to the well in the crunch time when they thought it was a easy play. So here we go. We run it. You're going to get Holcomb biting again. But this time, the Washington people, they play it well. Holcomb, once again, bites like hell, right? But because they have containment on this outside, because they have a cornerback that's still here, and, and because of those two things, Holcomb actually can recover, but we'll get to Holcomb in a second. Coming out of the play action, he's not looking for Dalton Schultz. He's looking for C.D. Lamb. No C.D. Lamb there. He could have maybe threw it out and just said, hey, you catch or nobody's catching, which he should have did. Instead, he comes back to Dalton Schultz way too late. Loses track of my man 55, makes A, a terrible decision, B, a terrible decision throw the right move right here Dak was either to a come out of that break or come out of that action looking for Dalton Schultz I get why he didn't earlier in the game CD Lamb was open and it's CD Lamb that's your first look all right cool I get I totally get it and we'll see the other the other angle here you're going to see 55 bite really hard once again Schultz is going to come behind him but you're going to get containment here and he pumped it. Notice, he pumped knowing, okay, nothing's there, but I got Holcomb coming back. For whatever reason, or my Holcomb, I'm sorry, Schultz. For whatever reason, he decides to make this throw. I would have took the sack or threw it away because there's no safe throw anywhere. There really isn't a safe throw. Instead, you basically have Schultz mirroring Dak. Dak stops, Schultz stops. Bad throw, bad decision. Almost, a, I mean, technically was a game changer, right? It did change the game. So once again, just a collective cluster F of, of things there compounded by bad decisions. So hopefully that angle may, may give you a reason as to why he, you know, he missed Dalton Schultz earlier in the, in the read because he was coming for uh, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb was wide open on that play earlier in the game. And first read coming out with C.D. Lamb. He was not there. Try to come back to Dalton Schultz. In my opinion, once you once you have your vision affected with my man in front of you, because the pump fake was the buy time. 
the line the lineman didn't bite that pump fake, so he stopped and tried. You never do that if you're not sure what's going on underneath. Completely missed fifty five, bad decision. Tried to sidearm it, bad throw, pick six, and that's why I say yesterday the decision making for Dak Prescott to me is the most concerning. I've seen him make good throws. I've seen him be accurate deep. But the decision-making, and he said it, I got to be simple. I, I, I got to learn to fight another, you know, live to fight another day. These are things that Dak can, can fix himself. This is the mental part of it, I mean. It's not physical to me. Some people tried to say that was about him trying to protect his calf. That had nothing to do with his calf. He made the same. I mean, do we got to go back? I mean, we can go back into the film room. He made the same throw. He made the same exact throw earlier in the game on the run. There's nothing wrong with his foot in that aspect. Nothing. So that's what I think happened in that play, and that's what is the most frustrating thing with Dak is that, dude, you you, you, you got the arm. You, you got the, the technique, all that stuff, but your decision-making has not been great, and I need you to clean that up, y'all. Need you to clean it. And I think he will. I don't think Dak Prescott is lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, just think he, he he's in his head right now. I appreciate y'all for dealing with me there. What's up, Los? Got Los and Fresh and O'Head and Reek, and I think we're going to rock. What's up, Los? Yo, good morning. Good morning, Sky. God bless. God bless. I just want to hit on one thing this morning, and sure. that's it, man. Uh, just like y'all been talking about, man, Cowboys are the most dangerous when balance and just that's just like any other team yeah you have to make the opposition respect the run and respect the pass simple fact and Dak accuracy and his reads have been off in the pocket and he has been putting the ball in harm's way this past weeks sure and probably the worst i've seen him play was that washington game personally i think i'm with I you i said the same thing i think that was you know maybe his worst game because of the decision making yeah, and I personally think man, that man, his mental clock is in his pocket has been a major step back. Like before, that was his major strength forward, and his communication with his receivers is key as well. So I think if everything can be fixed, like you said, and that comes with practice and everyone getting the rhythm back. And I don't know if you know, I don't know if you had that that stat with you, Sky, but our offensive line and our offensive players haven't even played all that much together this year. I think they only have like 50 snaps together. Well, that was the, that was the, the wide receiver snaps they showed on Sunday. And that's why I said Sunday was the most snaps they played together all season. So, you know, there's context to these things for sure. No doubt about it. And that's one of them. And I guess my conspiracy thing is I hope the last thing that is happening is we're not studying the schemes and the defense that are throwing at us and we're not adjusting because like Kellen Moore, um, I guess Brian Brody said it on the road. He is a, you know, uh, someone that takes in everything, you know. But if you're going to take in everything, you got to study and figure out a way to, you know, get to the, figure out the best strategy to attack that team, and not just be like, okay, where am I going to dial this time, you know? Yeah. Like there's a saying in chess: uh, there are a thousand ways to get to the king, and for me, there's a thousand ways to get to that end zone, for sure. So you got to figure out a way. Yeah, um, uh, I would like to see some. I mean, and this is this is why it's always good to kind of go back and, and look and watch the game again, be it bird's eye view or broadcast. You know, Kellen Moore did try some things. A whole lot of that 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 offensive lineman in the backfield thing. A whole lot of uh, uh, what's my man's name? Um, 
Lamb in the backfield. So he tried, you know, he he tried to adjust in, in, a, in a way for the run game. So I will give him kudos for that. Um, but what I think we're, what we're seeing right now is that we don't quite have an answer for teams that want to play uh, play the pass against us and not respect the run. There were there were opportunities in the game to hit. Like I said, Dak was gun shy sometimes. You had the miscommunication. Wide receivers, I don't know what they're doing sometimes. Offensive line gives it up. So it's a cluster of things. Um, but I just fully believe, Los, they will get it together because they're too damn good. They're really good. This is a talented offense, man, that's just in a, in a, in a funk right now. Exactly. And then, and let's be honest, this Dak is not the Dak I know grew to love and protected. Trust me. If if Dak's giving the haters a reason to talk, this is the only time they're you giving see. the reason for the haters to talk. But other than that, this is not the Dak I know, so he'll clean that up. And I'll leave it with this, man. January and February is the time to get hot. Sure. So this funk we're going with right now, you know, it's better now than later. So I do expect Dak to improve. And then, you know, Kellen, man, the uh, Cabo Nation, let's, let, let me tell you this. 50% from what you see on the field is what you see in packages. The other 50% is the execution. And Dak and Kellen better improve on that big sure. time if they want to get to the Super Bowl. So I'll leave you with that, man. Have a good have a good blessed morning, Sky. And Thanks, man, Los. let's go Cowboys. Yes, sir. Appreciate the call, Los, as always. ATC915, you silly, man. He said, someone Celtic pride move on Dak and get him locked up in the, in, in the room so I can show him this film breakdown. Trust me. Dak's forgotten more football than I know, TC. I know you're kidding, though. Um, but he sees this stuff, man. He says, great job, Sky. Thank you, man. I, 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 I just want everyone to see some of what I noticed. I mean, that doesn't mean anything what I noticed. But I'm just noticing things that, to me, it comes off that this is a collective effort of bullcrap happening right now. And the head of your, your, your offense, your CEO, Dak Prescott, isn't all the way there so when he's not all the way there and he can't make up for the cluster f of things it's going to look even worse right but don't man listen i said this two weeks ago or might have been last week if you would have told me or asked me this question do you believe in the offense getting it right or the defense sustaining a, elite level play and you are having an elite level season at the beginning of this year i think everyone would have said the offense right all those guys are still there since Tyron Smith now. So I still have that belief that the offense will get back to maybe not what it was, but we may not need it. We may not need it to be a 40-point offense, right? We just need it to execute better and um, series in, series out, have some type of rhythm and flow. That was one of our things we talked about, and, and, and Kellen Moore talked about it, rhythm and flow. Yeah, TC, they don't know. Some people might know about Celtic Pride, but very underrated cult classic, in my opinion. Uh, Will said, LG is a problem. Everybody killed C. Will for penalties. Connor McGovern is getting beat a lot. Put C. Will back in. Yeah, I'm, you know. Connor McGovern, I, I, I've been talked about this. I think the experiment, I think they're doing this because they want to see if they have a guy for next year. I don't know if he's the answer yet. He still needs more reps, and he's young. He's still a young player. He still is trying to get better as a player. But, but I mean, I'm just keeping it being. From what I see, I think that Connor Williams has been the better player. He's been the more understanding player, meaning he understands schemes and protections and how to get to the second level and attach to a blocker. I like him better in space. Is he as brute force as Connor McGovern? No. But, um, 
I you know, I, I think Connor Williams w- would be the better left guard. That's just my opinion. My man Fresh, what you got for us, bro? Uh, what's going on, my brother? How you feeling? I'm good, man. How are you? Man, I'm Gucci, man. Um Man, uh it's been a lot of it's been a lot of just sitting back and sort of soaking things because you know, you know on game day and right after game day everybody's so emotional. Yeah. And, I totally get uh, that, bro. Like yeah. you know. All we got is one view and, and one emotion afterwards. You know, it, it takes a couple of days to kind of simmer down and see things different. <laughs> yeah, man. But I had a chance to sort of go back and look at some of the plays that Kellen drew up sure. earlier in the season without Gallup. And it, it to me, it feels like or looks like the creativity sort of went out the window a little bit once he got Gallup back. And once things started to get um, – with with Dalton Schultz and when you – you know, it's like anything in life, you know what I mean? When you're first with, faced with a little adversity, when you lose things, you got to get creative, right? right? And then when you get your, your main thing back, you know, you try to make it go back to normal, but then you forget the creativity that you had when you didn't have it. So I think that's probably a, a little bit of it as well. I think uh, – you know, what I would do if I was Kevin is start implementing the tight ends a, a lot of it more going forward, man, because what that does is it just forces the safeties to sort of, you know, focus more so on the middle of the field, which will kind of free out the, free up the outside. Sure. And, um, you know, so, so right now, I mean, I don't, I mean, everybody can sort of throw things in the pot, try to figure things out. But from what I've been seeing and from what I saw earlier in the season, it just feels like, Kellen Moore had a little bit more creativity. Of course, Dak was more accurate. He was making better decisions with the ball, but it just feels like the, the tight ends had more involvement when we were well, at, our, at our best. They did. Remember, we talked about this, Fresh. They did yeah. because, one, you had, Dalton, or you had uh, Blake Jarwin there who was considered your, your tight end one at one point, right? So you had two tight ends you, you believed yeah. and trusted in. Um, and, two, you had to because Michael Gallup was out. So they, they leaned more heavily on the 12 personnel. Um, I thought that they yeah. were starting to get some good things out of 12 personnel with Sean McKinn uh, or McEwen or yeah. McKinn. I'm sorry for botching his name. Um, but then he went yep. down. So the, they were they were compromised on Sunday at the tight end position. Jeremy Sprinkle can't do these things. Like, like you just, You're yeah. just not going to get Jeremy Sprinkle yeah, out right. in routes and, and get him sure. the ball. So uh, maybe when you get Sean McKinn back, he starts to do a little bit more of that uh, the 12 personnel things. Um, I would like to see it. I think I think McKeon and I could just be being a fan here, but I, I just something about McKeon that I saw in preseason and that I saw a few times this season where I I trust yeah. him as a pass catcher. So I, I I would like to see more twelve, but I still do believe your best your best personnel package when it's clicking is the eleven personnel package. But if we go two yeah. more games and I got foots sitting here calling me right now, and we go to hold on real quick. A hey, hey, foots. I'm live. What's up, man? Are you live? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, hey, we'll we'll wrap after the show. Let's let's do something tomorrow. Then come on tomorrow. We'll, we'll wrap. Let's do it. I, I'm doing the offense. I'm doing the offense today. Let's do the defense tomorrow. Look, foots. Foots, Foots want to do the whole dang show right now. That's what Foots like to do. Hey, Foots, I love you, dog, but I'm live right now, bro. <laughs> Got a caller on the phone and everything. 
All right, bro. <laughs> that's my dog. That's my dog. Uh, but yeah, but go ahead, like bro. I'm that. sorry. I don't even know what I say. All good, man. All good. Hey, another thing, man. I, I, Dak, he seems like. I mean, I, I know we've spoken about this ad nauseum, but maybe it's this, he didn't have these happy feet when his when he had Connor Williams in front of him. We had. You know when he sort of trusted the old line. I mean, maybe maybe that is a maybe that is a key. Maybe that is it, man. Maybe he just trusts Connor Williams in front of him because I know he trusts Tyron. I know he trusts Lael. That's his boy. You know he trusts Zach. Mm. I mean, you know he trusts Biotis because that's I mean he he, he takes snaps thousands of snaps from him. You know every week. I mean, so the the, <laughs> the the key factor may be it may be McGovern. It may be he he may not trust. Cause he's, I mean, come, come, come on now. Like he's, he has really happy feet, and this isn't a Dak thing. Come on, something, something happened. Yeah, we. It's so strange how we we got on C. Will right for for occasionally getting pushed back, and and really to me, I wasn't that at that point in the season where they benched him. I'm like, he ain't getting pushed back enough for me to bench him. But the penalties was was the part. No. But now we're looking. Connor Williams or Connor McGovern's is struggling with 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 interior pressure too now. Um, he hasn't been terrible. Uh, I think on Sunday he wasn't good, but for the most part he's been. Eh. He hasn't really been a difference maker to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a, some interior issues to it, and I know a lot of people are saying, "Why don't Dak step up?" And I try to show some plays where there wasn't no step up. <laughs> on, on Sunday yeah. there was yeah. no step sure. up. Uh, Biotish and McGovern really, yeah. and even there were some snaps when 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 um, who wasn't Zach Martin was was fighting with their interior guy. But uh, there wasn't much room to step up on a consistent basis. There were opportunities, though, for Dak to kind of take off and run or step up. But, but nonetheless, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a terrible day from the offensive line, but it obviously wasn't clean. Right. And you can't expect it to be clean all day. This is a good interior. We knew that. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, man, I just wanted to get a, kind of get a quick word in, man. We'll, we'll see what happens, man. I think um, – I, mean, I guess I'll leave it with this. You know, I mean, you've said it before, and we've seen it every single Super Bowl year the last five-plus years. Uh. I mean, quarterbacks are going to go through their time. I mean, remember, I remember there was a time when people were questioning Aaron Rodgers, man, and thinking about, you know, trading him and maybe him possibly retiring. Yeah. Same thing with Brady, same thing. I mean, the, even the Super Bowl seasons with Russell Wilson, I mean, there, were always, there was always a stretch of games where the media and everyone was questioning, is this the, the right quarterback? And um, oh, it's just going to take some like, – that's so goofy. Take a couple. I, questioning yeah. if Dak is the right guy. I, I, yeah, that's silly to I'm, me. I'm, come on, come on. You, I've been seeing it all week long. Oh, I don't even like from the media, from from the fans, from. I mean, it seems like people get amnesia from the first, you know, seven games, man. I mean, you just I let them work through it. Have learned to flat out ignore the delusional people in that sense. One thing to to come on here and and you have a you know a, your an opinion to why Dak is playing. I may disagree. We we can talk about that. Yeah. Another thing to say he sucks. He's not this. He's not that. He ain't a franchise quarterback. Trade him. Oh, cut him. Talk about his money. He can't get it oh. done. He ain't this and that. Man, shut up. Like like what? Do you even <laughs> look around the league? Like seriously, man. So I've I've just learned to just ignore those people. If you question how he's playing in a stretch, that's cool. If you question how, you know, how he performed in 2018 or 17 or whenever it was, whatever. But if you're coming on here telling me he's not a franchise quarterback, I, I just completely disregard any type of football opinion you have until you 
watch more, I guess. I don't know. For Dak, Dak Prescott yeah. is a franchise quarterback that's playing, that's in a slump right now. It is what it is. That's all. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. We'll get we'll get through it, man. We'll get to the Super Bowl real quick and get number six. But all right, man. I'll let you get to your calls, bro. Man, it was good hollering at you. Always, Go man. Cowboys. Appreciate you, bro. Right. Hey, man. He said we need Tuesday needs to have a name. Actually, after further review, I, I like I like I like to do that on Tuesday because Mondays are raw emotion, and then Tuesday we can kind of jump into the lab and see some things. And then after further review, we can talk about it. Tamara said she gonna tell Vach. You know, because I, I answered Foots' phone. First of all, I appreciate I see my boy in the building, Cowboys Nation TV, Foots. That's Foots right there. First of all, Foots called my personal phone, y'all. If Vach called my personal phone, I'd answer for Vach too, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, well, Foots, tomorrow, I mean, after today's show, let's wrap, man. We might, we might, man, this, this week might be real fun. We might get a Foots Wednesday in a, uh, a Koye Thursday, right? And then we get a Fan Friday. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, man. Let's get... We got three more callers. First up, the old head. And I keep forgetting to get your drop because you deserve that drop from that call. But what's that, up, that, old head? That, that, that's, old, that's all right, Mr. Skywalker. I, I've got enough money. I don't really care what you what you put drop in there on me. You know what I'm saying now. No, I want I, me I, some glory hope. You sound just like me. Hey, I, I want me some glory hope. Give me some god dang cowboys. <laughs> and I almost said the wrong thing just then. You, I caught myself. I thought, no, I don't need him to bleep me right now. Uh, no, we're keeping the Hold keeping on. the granddaughter. Oh, the, hey, old brother. Can I say something? Yes, your your right interpretation it. of Jerry Jones is freaking spot on, man. Even more, I think, than than, than, than me. Even more than, than Jeff Cavanaugh. I don't know if it's because you got the southern twang, but you sound well, like Jerry. Well, yeah, but when you're brought up in Dallas and then moved to East Texas, the southern twang is kind of stuck to you like glue. You really can't get rid of that. But I want to play a prank. My, hit, me up, hit me up Go off ahead. air. I want to play a prank on the fans one day, and I want to I want to make them think we got Jerry on the phone. You can pull it off. I promise you. Well, I, I got to give credit where credit's due, and that is listening to. I don't know. Can I can I mention all the different radio stations? I mean, because sure. I, I was I was a long term ticket fan. Then we're listening to Norm Hitchcock forever, and then I with 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 Fish and all those guys. I've gotten over to, you know the the uh, the fan and listening to Jeff and Brian and all those guys and I mean you know we've got so much and then now I'm obviously a, a fan of yours that I'm you know anybody that lets me talk to them live I'm gonna be a fan so uh, I appreciate you, that, have, you know you haven't totally kicked me off yet that's what I was gonna say when I came on but I was gonna tell you that we're babysitting the granddaughter today and she's got she's cutting a teeth and all of her diapers have turned into toxic mm. waste so. I've got to keep one eye. Teeth cutting. I've got her a sleep ride now, thanks to a big slug of baby Tylenol. It's the greatest babysitter in the world, and it really isn't dangerous. So don't think I'm yeah. talking about child abuse here. They might anyway, be calling child care service. Well, oh, here you better get the football real fast. <laughs> first of all, I just I got to say good morning to Marcus because he may not be a preacher. I know it's his dad that's the preacher, but he is a communicator, and mm. I always listen and learn something from his character lessons that he calls us with another one is i got to do my ray stevens impression and say good morning charlene <laughs> because uh, she's she's fun to talk to back and forth on the on the chat while you're on the air um i know you're talking offense today sure. and that was one of the main things that i i we can't 
I don't think we can correct because I think the biggest problem we have with the run game, and this is just me being the old lineman looking at it, is the fact that when we had Tyler healthy, uh, excuse me, Travis healthy, all pro, he could handle anybody one on one, and he could and he could call the the offense the offensive setup blocking schemes against the defense better than anybody I've ever seen play for the Cowboys. Maybe Stepnowski, but but Tyler was uh, Travis is bigger. But with Tyler, you know, you showed on one of your film clips earlier, you know, mm-hmm. Tyler missing blocks and going to the wrong guy and letting right. letting a guy in on the tackle, et cetera, et cetera. And he just, you know, he just, I don't know if it's just that he's still so young. He just hadn't, it hadn't clicked yet or if he, if it ever is going to click because the successful run game to me begins at the center position. We've got the tackles. We've got the depth at tackle. We've got the guards. We have the depth at guards. We just don't have anybody right now. I mean, if he, if, if Biotish goes down, you know, who's going in? It would they, be, they tried it would be McGovern. Well, what about Farniak? Would he, would he play? I mean, he's, he did play. He, he played probably, more center in college. He'll did. probably dress, but it sound, it, to me it seems yeah. like that the, you know, that uh, McGovern is your back well, center. Yeah, that was a side. That was just a side thing. But the center, I think, if if there is a Travis Fredericks quality center coming out next year, which I know we're not talking about the draft, but if there is one of those guys in the draft next year, I would say do anything you can to get him because they need to solidify that line again. I think uh, last night we talked yeah. about you know possible playoff I, situations can i can i respond to the to the center thing i do think they need to bring in some competition for him but i, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment i think that tyler was putting it together here over the last month and a half two months so i think he's shown some promise I, well okay you're the you gave us the film the film chat earlier uh and i'm not able to do that you do that better than a lot of people have ever I mean, seen I'm no so, offensive line guru, but one of the guys that lean on Big Duke, uh, he's kind of in, in agreement here that Tyler Biotis has, has been playing a lot better football yeah. uh, for the most part. I don't well, want to be a prisoner of him playing against, you know, the guys you know, he did. Not to, bring back, not to bring back the ghost of Jason Garrett, but, um, you know, his favorite word was, we're doing such and such in all three phases. And then yesterday I listened to Coach Q's presser. Sure. Uh, the man, man, I just keep looking at him and going, man, I don't want to, I don't want to badmouth Mac because I love the big boy, but I just keep looking at Coach Quinn going, gosh, you know, when when he got to step in as head coach, it just something felt felt no, right. No, 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 no. We need to keep no, him, no, 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 keep no. him I'm in not, the booth. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really, I'm not trying to trash. McCall, it ain't about uh, trashing. It ain't about trashing. It's just that D- Dan Quinn has proven that at best. He's a so-so head coach, but at best, he's an elite defensive coordinator. I love well, Dan Quinn yeah. as a DC. I don't want Anybody Dan Quinn as my head coach. If they decide to pick a head coach, I would, you know, on the staff, it'd rather be Dan Quinn. But I want to keep his butt in the booth because our defense needs him to have full attention. Agreed, agreed. But this is your show, and I'm and I don't want to take up any more time than I'm trying to keep away from five different topics today, like I normally do. But the the thing that I wanted to say is, you know. All three phases, your, your team is going to be more successful when you get all three of those wave lines. If you're looking at a cardiogram or whatever, and all three of the different sure. lines are all beeping 
and they're all peaking at the same time, et cetera. Our special teams are, you know, Bones, I thought he was a goofball at the beginning, but he's got them. He's got our special teams playing pretty darn well. Uh, right now, our defense is at the is at the mountaintop, you know, the mountaintops and the valleys. Defense is up there where it needs to be. Our offense, I'm sorry, but it's down in the valley taking a dump. I mean, it's it's just not it's not where it needs to be. We've got to have the balance, like somebody said earlier, um, and and we don't have the balance. We've got two weeks, Giants, Giants, and and closing uh, the, and closing. The, the 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 what the fricks again? Um, the uh, you know we've got two weeks that we can consider practice games. I'm not. I know they can they can go in there and lose them if they're not careful. But we got two weeks to work on our run. Last night the Rams showed us how to beat the Cardinals. They showed us how to do it, and we have the defense to do it. But we've got to be able to run the ball. We're starting to get to 15 different topics. Oh, hit. No, I'm just uh, that's 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 was what I was coming back to. Want them three phases, and now we on the the Cardinals and the Rams. Back to offense. I promise, I'm back to offense. They showed us how to do it last night. We run the ball, get the balance back to where our passing game opens back up like it is. Dak Prescott is not afraid of anybody. He's not afraid of being hurt again. He's not afraid of leading the team. If anything, the weight on his shoulders is that he's, he's carrying the weight that no other quarterback in the league has to carry. He's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And I hear myself say that, and I go, God, that sounds like Jerry. I, I'm, I'm owner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I will listen to you talk me. like that for ten minutes. But we we we, okay. we kind of well, talking about ten different things to again. Oh, yeah. No, but I've, I've kind of become really fond of of you and Botch and Okoye, and we're getting some of the best education now. As an old man, I, I still look for ways to learn. And listening to you guys, even though I do go back a lot a lot more years than y'all do with the with the team. Sure. Uh, you know, you you particularly, uh, you know, you deserve that term, young Jedi, because you're doing a good job. But I'm just saying, last night we saw the future of this season, and I'm I'm still talking about offense because that's what that's the key right now. Our defense is where it needs to be. Special teams are almost there, but the offense we got to get the run back. I know oh, that's that's normal. I don't think. It, all right, bro. Great. Listen, I appreciate a lot of topics over here, but you you don't notice it, but you're ta- starting to talk in circles, right? So, uh, uh, well, yeah, but I'm keep going back to offense because that's what you wanted to talk about today. But I'm I'm trying to put everything back to it, and and I will I'm going to get off because I know that you're, I'm giving you some chuckles now, and when you start chuckling on me, I know that I'm wasting time. Well, but it's anyway, a it's a combination real, of you and the chat. Yeah, the chat always has me cracking up, so. Well, I know, and they always have cute things to say. They're just jealous. They just wish they could be me or depending on all they are. But that's okay. Uh, if if Stephen White offers me some, some uh, you know, Jamesons again, I may take it up, take him up on it. But, hey, I will let you go, bro, and I will probably yak at you again tomorrow. Just take yeah. care and God bless you. We'll talk to you next later. time. Just just have have your, your your points written down and let's get to them and what we got. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, bro. Have me some notes, yeah, no, because that'll take me thirty minutes. I'll talk. To, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Uh, I gotta love Ohid, man. Y'all are so goddamn funny in this damn chat, man. And Ohid, like it's, like Ohid, somebody said he's the greatest character development of all time. Yo, he's like. 
the Mr. McMahon. Y'all remember Mr. McMahon character? He's not a villain. He's not a villain. Like, I don't want to say he's he's a heel, right? But he's you know, he has some heelish tool. But uh, I, I do enjoy when he calls in, but y'all know, man. Sometimes you got to let him know, hey, we, we starting talking circles. But uh, he makes some good points. He brought up the, the center situation. I, I think that Viadish could walk him some competition. Um, Connor McGovern, we talked about Connor. Uh, three phases, though. See, where he was trying to get up with the three phases, Dan Quinn talked about how he's been on like 70 teams in his life and it's always been about three phases. But he believes this team is operating as one because they are fighting for each other or something of that sort. But, yeah, if you can win all three phases of the football game or over a season, you're, you're, you're going to be at the top of the mountain, right? But, yeah, yo, O-Hit, is a, he's a breath of fresh air sometimes, and then that, that air kind of get dry. You're like, all right, man, let's wrap it up, B. That's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get that drop. I'm going to get O-Hit's drop because that drop is still dope. I think I did pull it out. The the Got to get back to being the Dallas Cowboys, damn it. Got my clue bomb when I did it. Gotta love him, man. My apologies, 706. And then 205. 706, what it is, what it do? Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, I watched your film study. It was a great study. And, Thanks, uh, sir. And now you're right about that. He um, he pressed me a little too much. You see, I'm I, I watching you. He, he, he pressed me. He's trying to make that one big play, mm-hmm. that that pick six he had, he 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 scrambled toward the 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 pressure. He just threw the ball down. That Should have threw right? it away. Should have took the side. One of the two, but you don't try to force it. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a sack. I'll go down. Yeah, and wide receivers. I saw I I saw that in the game. Or what what are they doing? And it's like. I want to be here. No, you want to be there. It's like they can confuse at some mm-hmm. time of the game, and those screens. I don't. I like those screens. I, you're right about that. They, they don't. They don't. They don't run the screens right. And Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, you the head coach now. It comes down to him. He supposed to be an offensive group guru. He's in Green Bay. The, the, the Packers are competitive every year with uh, Aaron Rodgers. He needs to step in. Doing the, I don't know if he's in the game game plan. I don't know, but it it don't look right. It's like somebody like you said, he like he had plays called for the first half, and then we're gonna see what's gonna happen in the second half. Yeah, there, there there's a there's issues. There's issues from the top to the bottom, um, and and I have to sometimes stop myself because during the games you're tweeting or during the games you got emotion. You're upset at one thing or the other. But when you when you take a step back and you review it, it, you come to the conclusion there's a lot of things going on here, man. A whole lot. Yeah, it's, it's a lot going on. It, it, that it, he he he's forcing. It's like I I'll be online. I I see the comments being made, but he getting paid too much. He's um he no he's not. Maybe <sighs> no he he's not. It, 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 or I I let him know. Why I hate to use. I hate to use D shifts. Uh, Example, but it's it 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 it, it kind of makes sense here. Patrick Mahomes is getting paid five hundred million dollars. Five hundred million. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, for the most part this year, has been bad. The first half of the year, oh God, he, or yeah. the first five six games, he was terrible. Um, then he went on yeah. a six six week stretch where he wasn't good either. So um, you know, it happens. It happens. I think he'll get out of it. 
But hey, man, they'll get out of it. They got two games. They got two games. They got they got they got Giants in Washington. Right. And, yeah, they got two games there, right? And and with Zeke, Zeke ain't Zeke no more. Oh, he hurt. Yeah, he yeah he 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 yeah he what word I'm he he not a hundred percent. Then they gonna they gonna bring Pollard back. They trying to rush to bring Pollard back up to Zeke. They rush yeah. to bring him back. He's not. Well, they they need to sit. Yeah. Hey, brother, appreciate the call, man. I'm going to get to the final caller here and some of these super chats, man. But I appreciate it, brother. All right. Uh, forget what I was writing down here. Oh, I want to try to get old head to do me a Jerry Jones promo. I don't I don't. So so I know you. I mean, no offense. You probably don't got no recordings or anything at your crib, whatever. But when you call in, I just need you to give me a, just give me, you know, this is Jerry Jones and you're listening to A to Z support. You know what I mean? Give me something like that. You know, I need something like that over here. And I'll clip that thing out. It might be part of my dang going opening, you know, because, because you got the Jerry Jones impression down. You got it down. Uh, I missed a lot of super chats. My apologies. So I'm going to go back. Super chat. B. We earlier in the chat said we can call out our guys and still believe he can get right and take us to where we want to go. We know how great he can be, so that's why we expect it. Appreciate this, the ten dollars donation, B. We, and you're absolutely right. And that's where I'm at with it. You know, you know, y'all know me. I'm number one Dak Prescott fan. It doesn't mean I can't give honesty, and 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 I'm just trying to be honest with him. Uh, Tom Downey, Super chat. Tom Downey burner account, two dollar donation says the truth is like poetry in motion, and most hate the truth. Super chat. Uh, Daniel Harros, two dollar donation. He says this is gold. Post a separate video of this. Oh, you're talking about the breakdown. Yeah. So what I'm going to do today, instead of doing the drive of the game, which I still might do defensively, I'm actually going to pull the film breakdown out and repost it here on YouTube and, and or Instagram and Facebook later. So y'all can take a look at that. And then Tom Downey. Super chat. Burner account. Again, with the $2 donation says, bruh, that Gerald W. Jones salting his McGriddle. <laughs> Damn. He got that down pat, man. Got me. I had to work on mine, man. Sully said, when you hear Sky say, hey, man, you know, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> now, nah, I'll let y'all talk, but you're right. You know, sometimes as a fan, and I used to be a caller. I used to call into ESPN, CBS. You kind of can feel like you, you know, you, you got a lot to say and you try to get it out real fast and you're kind of talking in circles. Uh, so I get it. You know, I get it. Not everybody calls in or calls in on a regular. It is what it is. Speaking of callers, 205, you the final caller of the day. What's up, 205? What's up, Skywalker? Uncle Charles, oh, man. Up. Time out. We got my guy, Uncle He's Charles. Listen. <laughs> Fam, it's been so long since I heard from you because I do the morning show now. I am grateful to hear yeah. from you. Somebody was asking about you, and here he is. If y'all don't know who Uncle Charles is, you just listen. How you doing, Uncle Charles? How you been? Man, man, I'm doing good, man. It's just a blessing to, to see you still doing your thing, bro. You. I got I got on here yesterday, man, but I had a pressing important business to take care of. I said, well, I just catch him the next morning. Sure. Yeah, you know how it is in the morning, man. You know I'm, I'm a night person. I'm, I'm about to I'm know. about them very roasting. That's how I am. But let me just yeah. say this, Scott Walker, because you know. I've been very hard on my team, and you know I've been hard on my team. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this. A lot of cowboy uh, brothers and sisters say, well, Uncle Charles, you just negative. No, sticking your finger in a plug in the wall, that's negative. This is just an opinion. Let me just say this, man. 
we you got a franchise quarterback. Everybody, let's just get this clear. Let's get this out the way. Mm-hmm. When Dak was trying to get his money, what did we all say? He deserved his money. Sure. He's a top five quarterback. Not even what the worst, a top ten quarterback. And we and I said that I was the one leading the pack. I said, man, give this man his money. Sure. He earned it. But listen, when we praise people, we also have to bring them to the table and criticize them too. When you're Dallas Cowboy quarterback, you got to be able to take the good and the bad. It comes with the package, baby. It comes with the package. See, a brother like me, when you see me at a barbecue, have me the apron and the grill. I'm cooking everything. Barbecue ham, barbecue spam, barbecue greens, barbecue extract. I'm cooking it all. And I just want people to understand. And listen to me real good because I'm, I'm going to tie this thing in. Okay. When the government closed, did you stop eating? No. No, you didn't stop you better get your bowl of beans and three skips of cornbread. We're going to rock. Well, I don't want that. Well, your stomach will hit the floor before your feet do. And I tell you, when you start, your eyes start get deep off in your head, and you start talking like somebody from another world, you'll eat those beans. Let me just say this, man. That's supposed to be trending up, not down. Now, I watched this game twice last night, over again. I watched that roll out and stop and throw the ball. Me and my son was watching the game. My, my son said, no, Dak, don't stop. Roll out and throw it. Don't stop. He gave the linebacker a chance to slide over and catch the ball. Now, I don't know what's going on with him and his receivers. I don't know what's going on, but he needs to get, get on the same page with his receivers. They said, well, it's been 13 days. So what? You are the man now. You're the man. And you have to take something. In order to be man, you got to beat the man. And now that is the man. I'm not criticizing that. I love that, Prescott. This brother don't been through everything. Losing his brother, losing his mother. Mm-hmm. And, man, he rose above that. So we give him credit for that. But we also have to criticize when he's not playing well. He needs to hear that. Yeah. You can't become a better quarterback if you don't. Somebody say, well, you play bad, man, the last two, three games. Call him out. Call him to the table. I said, man, you you playing bad, man. Hey. We have the we have right as fans. Hey, Uncle Charles, to say, look, yes, sir. Jerry Jones just did call him out. Jerry Jones just said he's in a slump, and I think somebody needed to say that publicly because his head coach protected him, uh, his offensive coordinator protected him, but Jerry Jones came out today and said that he was in a slump. So I respect that. And that's just, and you know what, Skywalker, you won over the because that just came across my phone. When your owner say you're in a slump, mm-hmm. you're in a slump. Yeah. You, you, your owner just don't come out like that publicly and say that if you're not. Let me just say this, and I want to address this real good and right now. Tyler Smith. Now, I'm going to say this, and maybe people might not agree with this. I don't have enough for Tyler Smith. Now, I'm going to say it, I'm going to tell you and give you my reason why. They said Tyler Smith was a Hall of Famer. I've been watching the Cowboys since 1979, and most of the Hall of Famers was available. Now, I like to just see the groom, the, 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 the bride up there at the altar and say, well, where's the groom at? He's not available. Can you go right ahead on it? I like to see her marry the Al. I like to see that. But let me tell you something. Thank you, Tyler Smith. Thank you. Here's your gold watch and your F-150. We don't have enough, bro. We, we, listen, man, he's not helping our team. He's not helping our team. Let me tell you something. It seems like he's not standing upright unless somebody handed him his check. Now, I, I never seen nobody. Let me show you what I saw one time. 
I saw a guy pull up and look so in a wheelchair. Mm. He said, man, you need some help? I can get my look on my own. See, he don't need no doggone help. He went in and got it himself. And man, let me tell you something, I prefer to roll up in a car because that wheelchair wasn't doing him no justice. And I just want to say this too. Let me tell you something. When I watch Alvin and the Chipmunks, I expect to see all three of them damn Chipmunks, not just Alvin. It don't say Alvin the Chipmunk. It said Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> I expect to see Tyler Smith on the offensive line. Listen, we got a championship lights out defense. No doubt about it. But we got to score points, too. We cannot score one offensive touchdown and the rest of the field goal. Do you know what's over there on the other side? Aaron Rodgers, the Booger Man. He over there. Yeah, he got a bad toe, but ain't nothing wrong with his hand. Ain't nothing wrong with his hand. And that's all I got to say, man. I appreciate you, man. And, man, we love you. We, 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 we want the best for you. And, hey, don't change who you are, Skywalker, because them gunslingers ain't came back to town. And you know why? Because you're still there. And that's all I got to say, bro, and I appreciate you. My man, hey, it's so good to hear from you again, Uncle Charles. I appreciate you calling. And hopefully I can catch you again at some point, brother. You be blessed. Thank you. For those who don't who don't know Uncle Charles, man, he, he was frequent frequent caller for our late night hype show frequent caller when i was a uh when i was doing the evening shows the skywalker show back back in the day but you know earlier in the year and last year um y'all got a chance to experience uncle charles y'all wonder where i get the in closing from it's because of uncle charles i say in closing to set up you know the 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 caller to hey we got to wrap it up b um i get that from him because he would always say in closing and he would hit you with some some wild analogy that I mean it makes sense if you think about it, but when you hear it initially, you're like whoa, what? Like he told a story about a midget one time, and, and little people I don't want to disrespect, but but the, the way he told it was hilarious. But then you think about it, you're like, damn, that kind of made sense. But that's Uncle Charles, y'all. That's Uncle Charles, man. I appreciate his support and all you guys support as well, man. I do. I, I'm, I'm I was on here looking to see if there was any other news that dropped. My apologies, y'all. But I'm really not seeing too, too much right now. It's just, I heard, oh, I think Stevie Mac. Stevie Mac, the mod guy, said that Jerry, Jerry's Jerry, came out and said that Terrence Steele will be the left tackle. And we talked about Terrence Steele potentially should be the left tackle uh, when all this is said and done. And they have to do it at the beginning of the week. They can't make, they, they can't, I mean, when I say have to do it, they have to pick someone and, and get them the reps. And that's what they're doing. Jerry just kind of giving it away, but. It is. What's it is? Yeah, Uncle Charles talking about my man being uh, Tyron Smith and questioning his Hall of Fame status. Yeah, nah, I I, I, you know, I disagree with my old head right there. Um, He's definitely first ballot, sh- for sure, fire Hall of Famer, man. And I hope we can keep him around for the next five years. But the way it's looking, I don't know. I don't see it. With that said, man, I had a feeling today would be a nice long show because of the film session. Um, y'all can let me know in the comments after the show or when I repost it, if you guys want to continue that, I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It brings light to different things that we don't see initially. So I think we'll do that again next week and tomorrow I'm gonna get on the horn here. Let me see if he hit me up. I'm gonna get on the horn here and, um, talk to foots. What's the King. If y'all know who he is, Cowboys nation TV, go check out his recaps after games and his breakdowns and things like that. Or check out the round the round table. Very intelligent 
<clears throat> um, football mind. Love chopping up with Foots, even when we don't disagree, you know, or even when we don't agree. I love chopping it up with Foots because it's always good to see somebody else's perspective that that you uh, respect, and I respect his mind drastically. Um, so we might have him on tomorrow, and then we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what the schedule's like. And then Thursday, we'll do our Koye Thursdays, breaking down the upcoming game with the football giants, the New York football giants, and then Friday. We'll do Fan Friday. We'll do Fan Friday, man. All right, look, y'all stuck in here, man. Y'all hung in here for two and a half dang on hours. Y'all the best. Sometimes I don't even know how I, I get to where I get to, but a lot of it has to do with y'all, man. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and press this dang on button, and I'm going to need O here to give me that Jerry Jones drop. I promise you I'm going to need that O here. I need it. Make sure y'all tune in later tonight. I tell you this, A to Z Sports Primetime, Mauricio ain't ish. He's going to be on 8 p.m. Central. Me, they get me about 8.15-ish a.m. Tune in tomorrow. Check out a to zsports.com slash Dallas for all of our great articles from our writers, man. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate the donations. Appreciate the callers. Y'all were awesome. We out. Shout out to my guy, Stevie Mack, the mod guy. Make sure to hit that like button on the way out if you haven't, man. And share this thing with your friends, family, and foes. I want me some glory hope. That wasn't old hit.